Welcome, everybody, to Full Spectrum Universe. My name is Rob Yox, and today is a special day for Full Spectrum Universe. We have a co-host by the name of Clarence Mitchell, uh, somebody near and dear to my heart. He is a gentleman that actually got me started in this whole game of podcasting and, and uh, being on the radio. He gave me my first chance. So uh, I've always enjoyed his company. I'm pretty sure you're going to, too. So uh, let's let's go to the intro. Welcome back. Clarence, how are you, my friend? How are you? Very good, Rob. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I want to introduce everybody to Clarence Mitchell. He is the uh, radio host of Closer Encounters, also a uh, part of the group uh, UFOlogy is My Religion. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Clarence? Well, uh, what can I say? Uh, I've been doing this for umpteen years, it seems like, anyway. <laughs> Quite a while. Um yeah, um, gee whiz, uh, I'm not really sure what to say, except, uh, you know, uh, I've had you on my show way back uh, during blog talk radio days. That's where we uh, ran into each other, which was pretty cool. Yep. Um, back then, it was a whole different kind of show, though. It was strictly just radio. It wasn't live on the air, you know. And That's, uh, that's true. I started as a call. I started calling into the show. I remember that. You would right. give the number out, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to wait online and see if I can get this guy to talk to me a little bit." <laughs> I actually found you on a, on an app called Podcast Addict, and I I actually it was I I went and I found the number to call you because you gave it out on air, and mm -hmm. then from the, the after that first time, that's when I found you on Facebook, and uh, we connected on Facebook, and that was probably close to almost six years ago. We've been friends ever since. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, my first show on Blog Talk was back. Uh, 2010, I think, something of wow. that nature. Yeah. You're coming uh, up on the 10-year anniversary, bud. Uh, pretty close, yeah. Th that's yeah. like the Silver Age of Radio right there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it seems that way, yeah. Well, then I went from there. Um, I was doing uh, Google Voice uh, mm -hmm. with that, you know, and then from Google Voice, we were going... Um, live on YouTube with Google um, Live, you know, but mm -hmm. it would go to the YouTube platform. So that's how I started that out. And then from there, uh, we went into the Facebook thing, and I stayed on Facebook for quite a while, you know. And then, of course, we had Spreaker in between that, too. So, I mean, it's I've that been around. <laughs> Spreaker, was a, Spreaker was a bit of a uh, hassle, though. Once we yeah. got to once we got to Streamyard, it was way better. Oh, way absolutely, better. absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was yeah, I've, I've, I've tried many, many different platforms: Zoom, um, uh, Fire, whatever the hell that other one was. Uh, you know, but oh. yeah, Stream Streamyard is definitely the best. Yeah. Absolutely, I mean, you have so many yeah. different uh, options while you're in Streamyard, especially if you pay for like. The $50 a month package, you get everything, everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, now they're on uh, 1080p, 
you can stream, yeah. you know, if you that's, get the full package. So I think that's what we're doing right now, actually. I think we're on yeah. 1080p right now because my cool. cell phone does 1080p now. My new computer does it. So I figure let's go all the way and, and make Absolutely. it, as, uh, you know, let's make it as, go as far as we can. But another one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on again, not only just to bring you on because I've been on your show so many times that it's always a pleasure to have you here. Uh, <laughs> you are a contact experiencer. We've done a lot of different types of shows. We actually haven't had anybody on. You're the first person who's oh. actually had actual contact. So, you know, we're going to go into that story and all that. Uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Well, we've, in the beginning, we're going to do it again at the end. I'm going to run some banners for you so we can, mm -hmm. they can see exactly where it is. Right. Uh, if I missed any, you let me know. But uh, Oh, not a problem. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically, uh, if you go to YouTube uh, and look up Closer Encounters, because it's kind of hard to uh, to find it because um, it, I don't have a whole lot of subscribers. And uh, so when people search for me, you might find like one video, you know what I'm saying, that's dated back a few months ago. Uh, <clears throat> you know what I mean? So it, uh, you'll see a lot of closer encounters of the third kind kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but it's very hard, you know, right now to find me on YouTube. But I am there, if, you know, if you can, uh, you know, locate it. Um, and then, of course, I'm on Facebook. Um, you can, uh, you know, always find me through Clarence Mitchell or Closer Encounters, which is our page, you know, our group page. I got uh, that too. Closer Encounters yeah. Radio. There you Coming go. Up right at the bottom. I, one yeah. way I did find it a little bit easier is if you go to Closer Encounters episode, and then it'll go into your actual episodes as opposed to just looking up Closer Encounters. I know that oh. for a fact because okay. Closer Encounters of the Third Kind doesn't have any episodes. Right. So as soon right. as you hit episodes, it'll break it down a little bit and it'll give you an easier ability to find you. Well, it's uh, good to know. Cool. Absolutely. Your mother is in the audience. I want to say hi, hi to Mrs. Mitchell. Ah, she actually just good. joined the group today. So uh, another thing I wanted to mention before we get started is the influx of members that we've had in our group. I am so thankful. Uh, the one thing I really want my group to be is a uh, the biggest exchange of knowledge on the Internet. And I keep preaching that because I feel that, that we everybody needs a place to come and find information that isn't mainstream science or mainstream ufology, mainstream anything. We right. are we are off base. We delve in just about everything. Uh, we try and stay away from politics. Sometimes it'll come up in there, depending on what we're talking about, as in uh, conspiracy theories and things like that. But mm -hmm. I just want to thank everybody that joined. Uh, please, if you know anybody that, that is into that stuff, send them to the page. Let them join. As of right now, Facebook is actually uh, they deemed me unworthy of inviting people to my group at the moment. They've temporarily suspended me. I guess I was getting too many people uh, sending too, too many. In, I, either that or sending too many invites out. So if right. you know anybody, please, you know, go ahead and. Uh, actually, I see somebody posted your. Uh, somebody posted your uh, YouTube channel in the oh, uh, cool. comments there. there. I do go. have it. I do have it in the banners as well, which we will post. See, I have it right here as well. Let's see, all so I see is Facebook users. I don't know who that is, but <laughs> I'm not sure either. But that's okay. Yeah, we're, that's we're not going to we're, we're not going to discriminate. Yeah. So, nope. <laughs> so let's get let's get into your contact a little bit, Clarence. Take me all the way back to the beginning, the first time you've ever had contact. I what give us what what give us the setting, what was happening, what it felt like. Uh, well, as far as contact goes. Uh, I only had actually one basically contact, uh, but as far as uh, UFOs go, 
-hmm. my very first uh, inkling of UFOs or anything was when I was really young. Uh, and we lived in a very small house. Uh, it used to be an old school house. And my mom can verify this for you, being she's in the audience. Oh, mom. Uh, actually, she's part of this story. Uh, it had to be right around 1967. Uh, I, was, I was roughly about six years old, uh, give or take, going on seven years old. Um, anyway, um, I had a small upstairs uh, landing uh, as you went upstairs. There was only one bedroom up there at the time in this house. And uh, as you're going up the stairway, there was a small railing. Uh, they had an attic door at the very head of the stairs, you know what I'm saying? And in between the railing and the wall, there was a small spot to put a bed there. So that's where my bedroom was, was at the top of the landing right there. And it had a big window, you know, a regular size farmhouse kind of window uh, right there also. Uh, but uh, at the top of the stairs and to the right would have been my mom and dad's bedroom, which was on the other side of the house. You know what I'm saying? We're facing... I'm looking at the back of the house and they're looking at the front of the house, so to speak. Usually the way yeah. it happens when you're a child, you usually get the back of the house, right? Not, yeah, the, right. not the front landing. <laughs> see who's coming yeah. in. But, but uh, it was just kind of a crazy setup. My sister, uh, she had her own room downstairs in the dining room. And then my little brother had a small uh, bedroom and plus toy room uh, off the living room downstairs. You know, so it was it was a rather compact uh, little place, you know, but it was two stories, you know. Uh, but not a whole lot of room, you know what I'm saying, upstairs. So it, it, it was quite quite a deal, you know. But anyway, um, my father at the time worked uh, the, the 3 to 11 shift uh, at night. <clears throat> so he would come home roughly between 1130, 12 o'clock normally, you know, whatever. But anyway... Um, we all had pretty much gone to bed, usually our bedtime at that age, um, you know, eight o'clock, give or take, you know, uh, mostly dark out usually, you know. So we were already in bed uh, by that time. Well, anyway, I got woke up because there was this light uh, shining through my window and it lit up the whole upstairs landing there. It was, it was a reddish glow, you know, mm -hmm. and uh <clears throat> I couldn't figure out what the heck, you know, that was, you know. So I got up out of bed and I walked up to the window. Of course, the window's taller than I am, you know what I'm saying. And uh, I see this orange reddish uh, sphere uh, going across what we had back behind our house. And beside our house was a cornfield that went all around it, you know. And um, we butted right up on both sides of the house, you know, with this cornfield back behind us that the farmer owned there. And um, the sphere was going across the field and it would go across and then it would stop and then it would come back real slow, just back and forth, back and forth, you know, and for the longest time. And then it would center off and it would drop down. Then it would come back up, you know, do the same thing. This was over and over again, you know, now, I couldn't tell you for how long um, it was there. I mean, it's been a number of years now, obviously. But um, so long as enough. It, 
As a well, child, how did, how did that make you feel? I mean, seeing these things and not to cut you off, I apologize, but well, no, no, that's fine. To um, just like how, seeing those things, was there like wonderment? Well, I mean, how how did how did you oh, go absolutely. about feeling about yeah, that? Yeah, it, it was what kind is of this, you know, yeah, right. It was kind of scary, uh, you know, at first. Um, what really freaked me out about it, and I have to laugh about it today, was uh, my mom, of course, was in her bedroom, uh, and I did not hear her. Uh, maybe she had the door open. I don't know. Maybe, you know, I, I'm not sure how how it happened, but she come up behind me <laughs> as oh, I'm staring out there and I about crap myself. I'm you know, sure. she, she like put her hand on my shoulder. What is that? You know, jumped, and I'm like, oh, right, right out of your skin, right <laughs> out of your skin. It was over at that. Exactly. That was the most funniest part. But we stood there, her and myself and watched this thing for I couldn't tell you how long. It was quite a quite an ordeal. And um, my father came home, you know, I, well, of course, we couldn't sleep. We didn't, you know, we were freaked out enough, you know, mm -hmm. uh, when it finally disappeared, uh, you know, it, it just, you know, left and that was it, you know. Right. Um, but uh, finally, my dad came home from work. And, of course, my mom and I ran downstairs and we had to tell him about it. And he's like, oh, you fools, you know, it's just a helicopter ride from the state fair. Well, right. no, <laughs> not out in our backyard. You're not out. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know, so that's that's what dad explained to us, you know, that it was was just a helicopter ride. And we were seeing this orange glow, you know, from the that's, light underneath it or something. You I know? mean, it's exceptional. That's kind of that's kind of a, uh, you know. That, that that's a good way to put it to a child who doesn't know any better. I mean, it, it probably took a little bit of the ease off. You know what I mean? Like it was right. <laughs> but that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, mom says it was about an hour. So there you go. That's what she's saying. It was about an hour. We watched this thing. I know it wow. was quite a long time. Yeah. Right. And it was just amazing because it kept doing the same thing back and forth. It would just slowly move across, you know, and then it would center itself and it would go back down, you know, and, right. and it kept doing this back and forth. So, yeah, it was. Uh, now, here's a question. If now what you know about UFOs, now that you've studied it for so long, what do you think that it was doing? Was it? Well, surveying, you know, that, you that's the, well, I honestly, now that I think about it, you know, uh, it's very possible they were taking soil samples, maybe, um, you know, or doing some test maneuver. Maybe they, you know, it, well, it's hard to say because it. I can't describe it as a craft, you know what I'm saying? Because it was just a sphere. Right. So whatever that sphere was, you know, uh, this ball of energy or whatever it was, you know. Now, maybe, um, now, I don't know what the water supply is around that area. Mm -hmm. um, now, maybe there was water nearby or something that maybe it was gathering up, you know, or something of that nature. I'm not really sure. You know, my mom might be able to tell you better than that, but uh, that's you know, cool as far as that it. goes. But you know, <clears throat> yeah, I just I really well, couldn't tell you what it was doing there. You know, Omar said it was looking for you. Uh, it could have been <laughs> very, very been. well. Could have been. Yeah, exactly. So let's get to the actual contact that you had. I know that that was a it, when you. I've heard you describe it many times, but you know, the viewers, some of your right. viewers, I'm sure, have heard it, but mine have not. And it's a very mm -hmm. interesting story because. You know, it's not it's not something short, and you remember a lot of it. Well, a lot of it, yes. Uh, but it, it it 
it stayed at home as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, right. um, this is going, uh, what, 1974, 75, give or take, you know, right around that area. Uh, my sister and I and my brother were all at home. And uh, my mom and dad was going to go grocery shopping uh, mm-hmm. that, that evening. So they went ahead and they went grocery shopping. And my brother took off on his bicycle to go play with a friend of his who he was, you know, best friends with at the time. And it just left my sister and myself at home. Um, now, I'm trying to think. I was probably around 12 years old at this time. Uh, my sister would have been 10-ish. 11-ish, you know, 10-ish, I guess, somewhere right around there. And uh, where we lived, um, there was a uh, a young girl that lived basically kitty corner in front of our house. Uh, and the the road kind of wise off there. It's like a Y. It's like a three-way street kind of thing there. And they lived like on a peninsula, so to speak. Gotcha. Um, okay. And... Um, so we went across the road, and this little girl, she wasn't even in school yet. She was probably three, four years old, something like that, you know, just a youngster. And um, we were playing kickball with her, you know, just for something to do. And um, across the road from her house, in front of her house, um, there was a few other houses up, up along there. And in between these two houses is this giant oak tree that stood there and um, we were playing kickball and stuff. And my sister was running to go get the ball. And I just happened to turn around and look up at this oak tree at the very top. And there is this giant silver craft. I mean, just the, you know, it was huge. This shaped silver craft. You could see windows all across the front. Uh, it was just sitting there, no noise, no nothing, you know, and about freaked me out. And I turned to my sister and I hollered. Sure. I said, look at that, you know, and I put my finger up in the air. And as soon as I turned back around to point at it, it was gone, disappeared. Wow. No noise, nothing. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's incredible. That's now, incredible. What was weird about that was within a couple of seconds of that sighting, mm-hmm. the little girl's father opened the door and he hollered at her, get your butt in the house. You know, right. now to this day, I don't know if he happened to see that craft. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he got his daughter in the house, you know, or whatever, because that's what it kind of seemed to me at the time. It was you know? like almost instant. Like it was that fast. Yeah. Come That's on, crazy. get your butt in the house, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he kind of slammed the door. So my sister and I, we ran back across to our house, you know what I'm saying? It's right, like everybody's right. splitting, right? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, my brother, who was out playing with his friend on his bicycle, he comes racing home. I mean, he's just pedaling the beat all get out, gets in the yard, and he's just white as a sheet, terrified, you know? And we're like, what's going on with you, you know? And he's like, some lady just let out a terrible scream. He says, I don't know what it was all about, you know, and it scared him so bad that he booked it home on his bicycle. So we're thinking that this lady's seen the same thing that we've seen, you know what I'm saying? 
So it's almost like multiple sightings. Exactly. All at the same time. Right. Exactly. Right. Now, I'm not saying that this is what happened, but it sure is pretty coincidental, if you know what I'm saying. You know? from, what, from what you understand <clears throat> of the situation. Exactly. From, from everything that happened around it. And, you know, and, and that's the biggest thing, too, is, is people can judge their surroundings by what they see and what right. they hear. So these stories, a lot of them, especially yours, is all about what people feel around them. There mm-hmm. is a certain tenseness, and whether you're a child or an adult, but mostly as a child, you can see adults. You know when they tense up and when things are starting to get a little strange. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, of course. Go on. Go on. Yeah. So what happened was uh, it was starting to get dark out, uh, and mom and dad had just gotten home. They were just coming home from grocery shopping, mm-hmm. and I'm in the dining room. Uh, it was like a modular home, okay, one of those split deals where they put them together, you know what I'm saying, a brand yep. new house. And uh, anyway, so uh, I'm in the dining room, and I'm trying to draw a picture of this thing that I saw, you know, and mom and dad came inside, and, and I'm trying to tell them, and I, and I think my sister was with me, you know, we're trying to tell them, you know, I've seen this craft, you know, this is what it looks like, you know, and da-da-da, and I'm telling mom about it, and everything else. Well, dad, he's just not paying attention and he's going back and forth outside to get groceries out of the car, right? Well, in the meantime, and this is kind of funny, but it's not, mm-hmm. uh, somehow the door was locked when he went out and the and, and the door shut. So he come out with his bag of groceries, you know, the armful of groceries, mm-hmm. and he couldn't get in the house. In the meantime, mom and I and my brother and sister and all that were talking about this uh, incident, you know, and Tim's explaining about the lady screaming and blah, blah, blah. And we're all just ecstatic. You know what I'm right. saying? My dad reaches up to tap on the window to tell mom to open the door. And we all hit the floor screaming. Nerves I mean, on end. Nerves we on end at that point. Screaming. Man was dad pissed. What the hell is wrong with you guys? Open the goddamn door. This is bullshit. I mean, he was upset. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I'm telling you, I was terrified. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Mom Mom hit her arm so hard on the counter, she almost broke her elbow. You know, I'll never forget that. But, oh, my gosh, what a crazy ordeal. So, anyway, yeah, I was pretty freaked out. Um Later on that night, uh, of course, we all got bathed up and everything. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we got we had to go to bed, you know, whatever, which it was summertime. So, you know, it's probably eight, nine o'clock, you know, whatever. <clears throat> no school, you know, whatever. Um, and um, later on uh, that evening, I got woke up um, and it, it's really a freaky ordeal. Um, you know, I was, uh, basically, how do you describe it as being paralyzed? You know, um, I happened to look over now, what was really sleep paralysis, they call it. Well, that's what they call it, but that's not what it is. I mean, it's right. It's basically the same thing, but I did. Did you feel like you were pinned down a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like something was on top of you with a big pressure or weight that you just, like you probably could have moved a little, but it wouldn't have gone very far. You were just kind of like, it kept bringing you down. Um, yeah, kind of like that. Uh, except for the point, uh, the thing was, is I was so scared, uh, because I couldn't move 
that, you know, sure. I was trying to scream and I'm trying to rustle and I'm trying to holler, you know, everything else. Um, and that's, uh, you know, about the time I was trying to call for mom and dad because I didn't know what the hell was going on, you know. I'm like, you know, I, I just can't get anything out of my mouth. It was just horrid, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I heard this voice inside my head telling me, Clarence, Clarence, you're okay. Calm down. You'll be fine, you know. And just like that, a calming sensation came over me and my heart rate went down. I wasn't scared anymore. You know what I'm saying? Uh, everything was really, really good. Um, and I just happened to, you know, I, I rolled over and I looked. I, it was a bunk bed. My brother's up on top. I'm on the bottom. And I rolled over and I looked and there's three grays, as we know today as the grays, in my bedroom, standing there. The wow. light's on in my room. You know, I don't know how the light got on. You know, none of that stuff. Right. Uh, but there they were, you know. <laughs> and they told me, uh, you know, through uh, through my mind, you know, not speaking, speaking. But, you know, they're telling me things like, you know, uh, you're going to be fine. Um, we got things that we want to give you, uh, you know, things to explain, you know, whatever, uh, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You're going to be safe, you know, not to worry. And for whatever reason, I knew we were going to go through the bedroom window. Now, don't ask me why I knew this, because this is just something that, you know, I, I just knew. You know, right? mm-hmm. And I told them, this is no lie, because I had a glass showcase shelf uh, that I got from a friend of mine that sat underneath that window. And I had a bunch of model cars and stuff on it. And it was kind of flimsy. <clears throat> and I warned him, I said, please don't break the shelf and don't wake up my brother or my dad will be pissed. That's a you fact. Know? Please don't and, break and the shelf. Right. My dad's going to beat my This is what ass. I come up with, right? This is what I told him. I said, well, you're please, a whatever you do, yeah, don't, you know, <laughs> don't, don't break the glass. You know, don't, don't hurt the, the, the shelving, you know. Mm-hmm. I was more afraid of that happening than anything else. You know what I'm saying? Then these people taking you through the window. And you that's were, it. You're more worried about the glass shelf because of your right. father. And you, exactly. And you yeah. Catch a woman. I get it. I get it. Exactly. Yeah. I get it. The next thing that happened, Rob, I can't tell you where I went, who I was with, none of that stuff because it's all oblivious to me. I wake up. It's like five o'clock in the morning and there I am in bed. You know? Wow. Lights wow. off. I I look up. My brother's sleeping. The sound is everything. Uh, you know, I'm looking outside, out the window, you know, trying to see, you know, da-da-da. And that was it, you know. So you don't even and know how long you were gone for. I have no idea. Could have know? been hours, days. <laughs> yeah. You, you I, don't I, even know. I don't know. I have no idea. Omar yeah. actually asked is if when they spoke to you, was it in English? Even though it was perfect mental? English. Perfect English. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, obviously, if they if yeah. an intelligent life comes to you and they want to contact you or speak to you, nine times out of ten, I would believe that they would have enough knowledge to if they're that advanced to speak to you in your own language. Yeah. It wouldn't be some other language or something that you're not familiar with that you would have to, you know, basically go through and and look like look into. I would think that they would do that because they're 
some mostly supreme beings if they're going to be interstellar travel, abduction, and mm -hmm. basically taking you and not not ruining the glass shelving. You know, right. to get you through the window without ruining the glass shelving, they have some they have some mm -hmm. stuff that that's going to be a little bit more advanced than most. You know, yeah. so I, that's that's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. It, it, it was crazy, but here's what I did. I I said to myself, right. When this all happened and everything, and of course, I was scared for probably a good week later. I, I couldn't sleep, you know, because I was afraid they were going to come back. You right. know what I'm saying? Of course. Um, and and I and I'm thinking, gee whiz, man, they're, they're going to come back. They're going to take me again. I may not come back the next time. You know, I don't know what to do. You know, da da da. Plus, so, you're a child still too. So you, well, exactly. You know, like you're 12 years old. You know, it's almost going, like a nightmare. Have you having a nightmare and somebody coming out of the closet at you? You right. just don't know. Right. You know, it's up in the air. Exactly. So I promised myself not to say anything to anybody. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I didn't want the ridicule. I didn't want people, you know, you know, whatever. Uh, and um, so I I, <clears throat> I kind of left it at that, you know, and I finally got to the point where I wasn't afraid anymore. And, you know, life went on. Right. Um, <clears throat> even though I never forgot about it. I never talked about it, if you know what I'm saying, you know? Right, right. And this went on until I was in my 20s and had gotten married uh, after I had already graduated high school, uh, went into the military, did four years, you know, and mm -hmm. came back, uh, had gotten married, had my firstborn, my secondborn, you know, um, and whatever. So right around 1986, 87, um, which is probably what, uh, 10, 12, 13 years later. Right. Um, I happened to be sitting at home, uh, watching the kids. Uh, the wife was working the night shift. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, uh, this program come on like in search of, you know, is one of those types of programs. Right. Right. And, um, gee whiz, uh, this guy come on here and they were talking about alien abductions of all things. And I'm like, Oh wow. I got to check this out. You know, mm -hmm. this guy told the same story exactly as what I just told you. It was so identical, Rob, you couldn't, you, you can't fake this. I mean, this was so, and I about passed out in the chair because I'm thinking, Holy shit. That's it crazy. really did happen. I had, that feeling you get when somebody when you relate to somebody uh, like that in that connection, it almost like skips your heart for a beat and you start to sweat a little. You're like, this, this it was like reliving it. it all over again, listening to him. I mean, it was like, well, whoa, you it, gotta be kidding me. <laughs> it validated everything that you had gone through. Exactly. And that's exactly the biggest right. thing. The validation at that point is yep. in a way it's gratifying, but in a way it's also scary. Because it is now scary. you know that now you yes. know that this moment was actually a moment. Yep. And not just a dream. And you it, 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 it messes with your perception of reality at that moment. I'll, I'll tell you this. The first thing that went through my mind when I heard him talking about it and the things that he said is, there's no possible way this guy could have known that this happened to me. You know right. what I'm saying? Not this way. You know, there's no way anybody could duplicate my experience. This has to be real. You know? Right. There's no... If there's about it, you know what I'm saying? It's it, there's no, no, nothing that is going to prove me different on that. I mean, right. that's, that's it. That's my proof, you know? Well, of course, of course. And everybody has their own truth, whether people believe it or not. There is always your own personal truth. 
I believe it is truth, especially if you can actually validate it with somebody else's experience. There's no such yeah. thing as coincidence. Things happen for a reason. So if somebody's having the same exact experience as you are, mm-hmm. what that means to me is that it falls in line with the, basically with the, both people coinciding their experiences because it's not just a coincidence that you both had the same exact experience down to detail. It's somebody doing it like that. Exactly. That's what that means. It's, it's, yep. It is proof. Now, yep. a question I have for you is now, Going through the rest of your life, how did it? How did this whole experience? I know some people have very it has very lasting effects. Mm-hmm. How did this uh, affect your entire life up till now and this point that we're speaking? I mean, was there? I, I'm trying to explain it in a way, but was there some kind of like? Uh, did it have like like where you would stay away from people or I know you were scared to tell the story, but uh, right. physically and mentally, did it have an effect on your life throughout the entire life so uh, far? Yeah, it did. Uh, uh, a few things, actually. Well, OK, let me tell you what what happened as I was growing up after after the experience uh, from the time that I had the experience until the time of my confirmation. I had weird things happen to me, uh, you know, throughout life. Okay, Uh, I had certain things that I was gifted with uh, mechanically, uh, artistry, uh, you know, different things like that. Uh, Animal magnetism, uh, things that you just don't understand. You know, how do I know these things? You know, what is it that, uh, you know, that I'm grasping here that no one's teaching me? You know what I'm saying? But I automatically know, you know, just crazy things like that, you know. And when the confirmation happened, it all clicked. It was like, now I get it. Okay. These were the gifts they were talking about. This is what they gave me. This is, I mean, it was like opening up. Um, I'm not really sure how you say it. It was like a big relief. It was like, okay, right. now I understand, you know. It opened so, up a window to understanding of what they were talking about for you. Right. That, exactly. That gave you that because there's always an apprehension. Let's say, let's say they tell you something's going to happen or you're going to be innated with certain things that you have to do. Right. Now that they've actually come to pass, mm-hmm. it's sort of a, a relief. There's no apprehension anymore of when this is going to come. What is it going to be? The exactly. wonder is gone. So you yep. get to live your life in a way that's, you know, a little bit more regular as opposed to, uh, anxiety or apprehensive right right exactly exactly and since that time um i always well i mean you know there there was just things that you know other other things happened to me too as a kid like um i get beat up a lot for no apparent reason right right uh it, it was like i was an outcast no matter where i went or who i hung out with you know it was mm-hmm. always that way you know what i'm saying I was always different from everybody else. And I could never figure that out, you know. And this is why. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, So, yeah, it wasn't uh, much after that confirmation when I finally grasped that and got myself under control and, and, you know, got myself to thinking that, okay, this happened, this happened, this happened, this is why this happened, you know. That's when mm-hmm. I started opening the books, um, started doing some more research. Uh, then I started getting into more programs on television, you know what I'm saying, and doing the best right. I could at that time. We had no internet then, you know. Right. Uh, so I had to buy a lot of material, <laughs> you know, to read. 
Um, you know, I watched Linda Moulton Howe. I was listening to her. And um, she is very uh, good, by coast the way. Coast she to is coast. Very good. Coast yeah, to back, Coast is amazing, too. Yeah, well, she was with Art Bell back then, see? Uh, and her and Art had a radio show. So I would make sure I hear it every night, you know, it was on. So this is what I was doing, you know? Um, and it was just crazy stuff, you know? So that's how basically how it changed my life and how I got into this, you know? Right. But, um, yeah, it was Well, just, you listening to those shows is kind of like you forging your path exactly. to where you are right now. Yeah. If you think about exactly. it, there was a grand scheme to it. Maybe you didn't know it at the time. But now look at what you do. You do exactly what they were doing to pass that information on to the next person, right. which is super commendable. You know, that's really great. And look, yeah. you've affected somebody like me who wants to carry that torch and keep going. <laughs> cool. Uh, but that's the, that's the truth, you know, and, yeah. and, and you've affected people in that way. And maybe your story and people hearing your story will help them to come out with their story because mm -hmm. they do feel like that they're apart from people and they do feel like they're going to get ridiculed by putting that story out there. Right. The one thing you should never hold back for people is knowledge and information. Whether you think that they're going to respect it, grasp it, or not understand it at all, you right. should put it out there for the wind to decide. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. But well, you know, you know, and it's funny because it wasn't until um, I actually joined the Ancient Alien group on Facebook. Now this is years later, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in the meantime, before I even did that, uh, before I even moved here to Minnesota, when I was living back home, you know, in New York. Um, I was always online searching for UFOs and, you know, different other things. I actually talked to the uh, space shuttle back when they were doing their first online uh, talks. That's cool. That's you know? cool. Unfortunately, they died. They were the ones that burnt up coming back. Right. Uh, but, you know, I actually got to talk to them. I mean, this is how, uh, you know, in depth I was with this. I was part of SETI. Uh, I had my own computer that the SETI thing was set up. You've probably seen it back in the day. Yep. Uh, but they were using my computer as one of the antennas, <laughs> you know. So this is what I was doing, you know. This is how much I was into it, you right. know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I actually went out and bought a computer just for that, you know, just for the SETI setup, you know. <laughs> well, that, that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. I mean, like, to me, that stuff is is it's right up my alley. You know what I mean? Like I love space. Sure. Everything I talk about is space related, space force, <laughs> CERN yeah. and that extra, you know, but the, it, these things have an effect that's, you know, that, that's beyond just, let's just say it's, it's beyond just like, like a, a superficial kind of effect. Like mm -hmm. this affected your soul. It affected your life. It affected your vibration. So you're resonating a lot higher than most people would. So your basic understanding and your ability to retain that knowledge is probably at a higher level because you've trained yourself over the years to retain this knowledge because you're interested in it. Which well, is to me, it's just second nature now. It's right. not, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, because I'll get these flashes and stuff also still to this day. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll think of something or, or I'll hear you ask a question or somebody in the group will ask a question. And bang, I'll have the answer or what what seems to be the answer or the most logical thing. You know what I'm saying? Sure, uh, sure. If, if not, I will definitely find it, uh, you know, relatively quick, if you know what I mean, without much right. effort. You know, right. It's crazy, but that's how it works, you know. Sort of like a download. 
almost like basically, a yeah, sort. absolutely. And I get it all the time. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, now, now, would you say that you're still actually getting that contact through that download? Would you say that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. well then that's what it is. You know, let what me I mean? show you something. Let me show you something. We're talking about. Look at this. Five fifty-five. This 555. is what I get every single day, day in and day out. Now, what I do is I'll take this and I will screenshot it. Okay, there's my right. screenshot. Awesome. Now, let me show you something. Let me show you this. This huh. is crazy. Okay. People think I'm nuts when I mention this, but I'm going to show you this. Hang on. I'm ready. Bring- I'm ready. <laughs> show it. Well, I got to put the right pin in. <laughs> Well, of Look course. At me. I'm all jittery. I'm like talking about this. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it's probably been a while since you've actually told the story because we've been all in the same podcasts for so long that we've, you know, I've heard your story before, like I said, but to come on somewhere <laughs> new and say it again is probably, it brings up memories. It brings up feelings. It does. It's, Absolutely. it's not only, like I said, it's very psychological. And, but that's good because every once in a while to re explore that. It probably brings it home that, that 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 this is what you're meant to do. This is where you're meant to be, and this is this is your mission, in a sense. Maybe given to you by them, or maybe given to yourself by yourself. But right. it's your it's your mission to get these types of answers out there for people who don't necessarily look for those answers, or maybe get them into mm-hmm. some different something that's you know a little bit different from the normal or not mainstream science, right? You know, and and, and it did it for me. Look, I, I mean, I've always had an affinity with space and, and ufology, but when I started to, to call into your show and actually, like, really think about things, you know, it, it, it made doing the research that much more fun for me. And now it's become a way <laughs> of life to look into these subjects and really, you know, really get to the root of what I understand them as and what I can actually put out there and say, this is what I think. This is my truth to this subject. Right. So, you know, and I owe that to you. It, it, oh, as, well, it, thank you. <laughs> I, it's the truth. Like Clarence, it's the truth. You're like my mentor here. I've had such a respect for you for so long that uh-huh. this show right here, this was actually one of the shows that I was, I've been waiting to, to really do because, you know, I, I'm able to bring you on to my show as you did for me so many times and and it's just it's incredible to me. It's full circle. And I think that this was like a meant meant to be connection that we're going to we're going to basically take take to the moon and back. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I want to show you this. Now, I've been, I've been telling you about these numbers that I've been getting day mm-hmm. after day after day, sometimes two, three, four times a day. Correct. Right. All right. Check this out. This is just only a couple of months. I don't know if you can read these or not. I'll try to get them up here for you. I just want you to see. Just looking at it, I see you got a whole, a whole, like you got like fifteen or sixteen of them. It's probably a lot more once you start scrolling too. Watch this. Oh come on now. <laughs> oh, you did it. You did it. You touched it, and it went to. It yeah, went sideways. It went, it went crazy on me here. Yeah, that's usually this. what happens, though. You know, technology could be fickle. That's for sure. We know that. We know that. <laughs> going, going live. We know that. I was yeah. trying to get on with uh, Omar and Leonard the other day, and nothing was like going right for like the first 20 minutes but they, it that's incredible and it's all different series of numbers have you ever all looked up those numbers and see what they 11, mean 11 11 444 you know uh that one here's a small one right um 11 11 this goes on for at least four months rob and this is almost every 
single day. 333. Have, have you, have you 11, had a way to decipher it at all? Did you decipher what I have goes on? I never figured it out. I never figured it out. And this is all random stuff. This is morning, a.m., and p.m. I mean, any time, uh, any given time of the day, you know. All these are all different days. You can read the dates on them. You know, I can sure. You know, I can show you all these. But twelve twelves. You know, who who gets twelve twelves? Eleven eleven. You know, I get I get eleven eleven all the time. Look that at is another my number. twelve twelve. See, I never get twelve twelve. Be honest yeah. with you, I never get ten 12, ten. See, there's 10, a ten ten. You see another ten ten. See another eleven eleven. This is how often five fifty five. This is how often I get these. Look at all these. This is ridiculous, right? Right. There's got to be some kind of meaning behind it. There's some message there that maybe I I tell people this just freaks me out so badly. And it happens constantly, constantly. And it's like, what is the freaking message? What is going on here? A lot of 1111s, as you notice. I do. 222s. A lot of 222s and 444s. Yeah. There's another 111. See, a lot of 1010s. That's just incredible. crazy stuff, but that's, that's just, incredible. It, yeah, it's crazy. So I, I do that. I screenshot them and I save them and I go back and I look at the dates and I try to correlate, you know, the dates, uh, right. different things like that. So it's still happening, you know, and sure. it just, it never ends. It never ends. Well, so. maybe, maybe that's what it's meant to be. Maybe you started and until, you know, until the end, this is what it's going to be. You're just going to yeah. get this. Yeah. You know this 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 connection with some other beings in that sense. I wish I could tell. Yeah, I wish I knew what it was. Uh, you know, now I look it up on Google. But here's mm-hmm. the kicker to this, right? <clears throat> who gets the definition of what it really means? Who who is it that has that power to say, "Well, this is what it means"? You know what I'm saying? They, they uh, see. To me, it's it, you're right because where's the good- research behind it? It says this is definitely what these numbers mean. <laughs> well, that's for sure. That's for sure. You know, that's, it, it could be, it could be anything, you know what I mean? There's really no way to say what it is, but the fact, the fact that you're documenting it, you know, is, is a big deal because mm-hmm. later on down the line, maybe that will decode itself somewhere and then you can go back and you have a whole dialogue. I'm hoping things, so. I'm hoping of things so. to take care of, you know, yeah, absolutely. So now that we've gone into, into a lot of what, uh, you know what? What uh, of your contact? Why don't you tell people about your show and what your main purpose is behind the show and what you try and messages you try and push out on your show? Well, right now, what I've really been de- dealing with is debunking uh, <clears throat> the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and I hate doing it. And you know, like you know, you and I were talking earlier uh, about a certain subject, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? If 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 people can't decipher uh, the truth from the bullshit, then let them go. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to fight them anymore. Uh, you know what I mean? Right, um, right. Obvious stuff is obvious stuff. I mean, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but I still get these people, though, that, you know, there's, there's a deeper side to this. When you're talking about people like Sitchin, uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Greer. Uh, Corey Goody, you know, things like this nature. Yeah, I, I bring up their names and, you know, I, I, I've i shown disprovement in these certain people, you know, and different things that has happened. And either you follow me and you agree or you don't. And I'm sorry for those that 
disagree with me on things, but hey, that is you. I mean, that's not, you know, I'm not going to push the agenda on you and say this is what you need to do. Uh, you know, no. I'm just showing you my opinion, how I feel about it. And if you believe it, you believe it. If you don't, you don't. You know what I'm saying? Of course. But, um, of course. You know, it, it's funny because uh, a lot of people, and this is, I've had this conversation with a ton of people. And, you know, you never really know who's fake or not in a sense of facts, but right. you can feel it. And when somebody is fake, to me, it does a disservice to the whole community because there are people out there who are putting truth out. And mm -hmm. whether it's their truth or not, they have stuff to back it up in a sense. When you don't have stuff to, to, to really back it up or any kind of proof, what happens is if, the, if you bring this out to mainstream people, and they, and they can smell, as you say, the bullshit. Right. It makes the whole community look bad because now they're going to look at everybody who might be telling the truth and they're going to say, well, that guy was bullshit. So you're mm -hmm. probably bullshit, too. Well, see, and here, here's the problem it's with that, stigma. Robin. It's a stigma. Ufology has taken such a hard hit with that bullshit too. and fake that people too. that it's so hard to give people the truth. Because they think that you are like that person, you know what I'm saying? Just like you're saying, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, and that's what really bothers me. You know, I can't live my whole life knowing what I know and have happened what's happened to me. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and not try to give people the same, you know, the same uh, deal, you know? Right. Right. But then there's that guy who's, you know, there's those people whose story is so far beyond made up that it, you and I both know that that would never ever that that wouldn't happen. Exactly, it just wouldn't yeah. happen. And you can yeah. you can smell it from the moment they open their mouth mm -hmm. because of their demeanor, the way that they are, and body language is a huge tell. Right. I don't care what anybody says. I've gone over so many different uh, YouTube videos and books that mm -hmm. describe body language down to the T. The body tells all; it really tells all. Right. So. You know, uh, 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 but I commend you for trying to expose and debunk those people who aren't true because it makes it better for everybody in the community that's trying to get a positive message out. Well, because I, 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 I try to do it respectively, you know, if you know what I'm saying. With facts. I, I'm not out there just to trash somebody to trash somebody. You know what I'm saying? Of course. But, but when I get a lot of people coming to me and saying, what about this guy? What do you think about this guy? You know, da, da, da. You know, did you hear what he said? Did you see what he did? You know, da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, back up. You know, let me explain right. this to you. <laughs> you know, that's right. when I had to do a show and bring it out and say, okay, folks, here's your answer. <laughs> My well, answer. You know? <laughs> right. Well, here's the other part of that, too, is these people that we're talking about, these three men that we're talking about, they literally are doing it for the money. Yes. Absolutely. Now, don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. If I can make money, I have a <laughs> subscription service for extra content. That's only to fund my operation. That's not to make mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. But these people are making buku dollars. And see, and this is to the put problem. Out this falsehood. You this know? is the big problem that I have with this kind of stuff is the fact that I cannot. And I, and I don't know how I can stress this, right? <laughs> when I think you I know go what you're through, gonna say. Go when ahead. you go through an ordeal such as I have, right, and you've lived this life that I have, I can't stand somebody faking their ordeal for for monetary gain. You know what I'm saying? It's a slap I don't in ask the face. anybody for it's a penny. A I don't do this, you know, to make money. I do this for absolutely free. 
You see what I'm saying? Right. And for them to come out and charge people money to go to their conventions and go to all this other stuff and, and blab their bullshit, right, right. is totally wrong. And they're of ruining course. this profession. The only ones that are left that are ever credible anymore, you can count on one hand. And they're old enough now where they're all starting to die off, if you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. It's sad. It's Absolutely. sad. Uh, that's why, you know, that's why I never profess to be a person of contact. I only report on what I know because I don't want to, I don't want to, like people like you, that would be a slap in the face. It is. For me to, for me to pontificate on something that I know nothing about in mm -hmm. an, in an experience type of way. Sure. I've read, I've got knowledge on it, but I'm never going to sit here and tell people, Oh yeah, I've had contact. So if they asked me to do a convention and wanted to pay me, it would be on what I know, not mm -hmm. what I've supposedly experienced. Right. And that's the difference. You know, right. that's the difference. it's okay to make money. We're not saying that. What we're mm -hmm. saying is, is that by lying and making that money is where you cross that line. That's right. a slap in the face. And then calling it ufology. That's right. the, that's the right. kicker in the ass. You know it should saying? be fictionology. Exactly. It should be. Exactly. I, I, science, I, science fiction. That's where it should be put. Right. Science fiction. Don't, don't put it in mainstream uh, sure. ufology. And that doesn't a, belong there. That's a yeah. slap in the face to somebody like you who's had to deal with this experience their whole life right. and had these repercussions that actually affected your life. Absolutely. You know, that's that's <laughs> Absolutely. a dick move. That's a yeah. dick move. It you is. Know? Absolutely. And but, people don't understand that. See, and, we, and when they see my show or they see your show and whatever, and they step back and they go, oh, well, they're just playing YouTube and they're just playing Facebook games, you know, or whatever. You know, they're trying to be big on these shows and try to get tons of followers. Go look at my channels, folks. I don't have thousands of subscribers, okay? It doesn't matter to me whether people subscribe or not. When I go on Facebook, especially like with Omar and Rob and these guys and stuff like that, my stuff is worldwide. I've showed this to you a few times where I got thousands of viewers. I could care less about the subscriptions, but mm -hmm. it's the message that's getting out and the people that are listening to me and watching me. That's where it counts as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. That, and that's how it works, you know. And there's places in this world that are listening to my show. I can't even pronounce their names. You know what I mean? They're so, you know, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell, uh, I'm going to tell you what that is. We have a saying in New York called real recognize real, which means <laughs> that people recognize genuine people. And when the people put that stuff out there, they want to watch them. And right. you know what? I'm not going to lie and sit here and say that, you know, I, I hope I do get a lot of followers and oh, I hope well, I do okay, have a lot of yeah. people, but yeah. only because I want to put a message out there and I want to educate people, mm -hmm. not for anything other than spreading a message that this is what's going to, this is what's going to be uh, declassified very shortly. Mm -hmm. This is what we've been talking about for years now. Well, I hope so. It's we'll going see. to come out. <laughs> and when it does, People are going to say, well, how, how did you get ahead of the ball like that? Because we we did the work. Yeah, no it's kidding, not, right? It's not easy to put these these shows on and to do this research. I mm -hmm. That's another reason why I asked for those subscriptions. We have right. to work and make money. So if I can sit here and give you everything that you've ever wanted to know on a YouTube channel mm -hmm. while getting paid to do it because I enjoy doing it and you enjoy listening to it, then it's a good harmonic relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, 
that's all I try. I'm trying to build an audience to, to, to get a message out there that may not be told in regular magazines, regular newspapers, because right. people deserve to hear that too, yep. you know? But well, here's the thing about disclosure, and I'm going to tell you this right now. Don't look forward for government to give it to you, okay? If it's going to happen, and I say if, all right, it's a big, big if, it's not going to be by the government or anybody in the government, okay? It's going to be by regular people like you and I that happen to be in the right spot at the right time with the right equipment in their hand to be able to document, take real photographs, be able to do whatever, and or they are going to expose themselves themselves. And there it is. You see what I'm saying? Right. So just be ready for the later to actually happen first, I do believe. But don't quote me on that. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, it's a fact. You know? That's a fact. And, you know, it's it's funny because there's people in the comments right now that are saying things that, you know, make make no difference. And he knows who he is, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? If you don't like it, if you don't like the product that we put out, you can just leave. You don't have to be here. Nobody's forcing <laughs> you to be here. But you decided, the comments, you decided to stay an hour in and now you want to say <laughs> things. But that's OK. You know what? We're not going to we're not going to stoop to his level. It's fine. Yeah. But. You know, it's people like that, that that think that they know better as opposed to having an open mind and saying, well, maybe this guy's right, too, or maybe that guy's right. Instead mm -hmm. of sitting here and learning something, they want to try and, and push on you what they believe. And that's fine. You know, but this isn't the place for that. This is a place where we explore. Exactly. And we, and, that's what and, it is. And, explore. And yeah. we throw it around. And, yep. and you know, and, and I'm sorry that, you, that that's not something that you can get on board with. But right. at the same time, you know. I don't want to be rude, but at the same time, it's it's okay, you know. Just go about your business, and we'll be fine, you know. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's almost an hour now, and, and Clarence, I want to get these people to where they can find you again. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I I feel like you know you've done a lot for me, and I, I want people to see where where you can get to Clarence. This is where his uh, yeah, Facebook, Facebook pages, and you can. Basically, like and follow that. You can also subscribe to his YouTube channel. Um, after this, we're going to be doing another half hour for the subscription people. And uh, anybody who wants to join the subscriptions, I'm going to put that stuff up for you right now. We're actually not going to uh, project the Patreon anymore because we don't know if Patreon is going to be here very shortly. Yeah, yeah I heard that so today. So what we're going to do is we're going to put up the subscribe star. And these people can look uh, for only just a quick advertisement for only $2 a month. You can have every video that we put out, and there is a lot of extra content that's going up on Subscribestar every day. So if it's something that you're interested in for only $2, we also have other subscription levels. That'll get you more, as in if we go to the top tiers, you also have a say in what we actually uh, talk about on the show. So it'll be the most, it'll be an interactive show. You can actually dictate what we do research on, and mm -hmm. it's almost as if we're working for you. Another thing I want to say, we also have another uh, level of small business. If you have a small business, we also have a subscri monthly subscription that we will actually talk about your small business on air whenever we're on every cool. every episode. So, you know, that's where you can find Clarence. And uh, this is also where you can. Uh, along the bottom there is where you can find all the subscription <clears throat> for subscribe star. Clarence, do you have any closing comments, closing things you want to say before we go to. Uh, before we go to the extra the extra half hour. I mean, we do have a lot of people on right now. I'm willing to stay on for a little bit longer right. if you got, if you want to talk some more. Well, I just want people, you know, to lighten up a little bit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Kick back and relax a little bit. Um, you know, 
uh, join these groups that you can find, you know, with ufology and stuff and get bits of information from everybody, not just, you know, one or two uh, groups or, you know, or one or two podcasters or whatever, you know, join as many as you can get all the information you can, you know, and if you've had experience, learn to talk about it, you know, uh, come to folks like us and whatever, we will listen to you, obviously. I mean, you know, that's what we're about. Um, now, we were talking earlier about, uh, you know, when I first came out of the closet, so to speak, you know, on this ordeal. It wasn't until I joined the Ancient Alien Group uh, that Matthew Bowers runs uh, did I ever write out my actual story, you know. Um, that's the first time it actually come out, and I felt overwhelmed about it. But once I did it, wow, I don't mind talking about it anymore. It doesn't scare me, you know. Mm-hmm. I've heard it all. I've seen it all. You know what I'm saying? As far as the ridicule and all that stuff, and it just bounces off. Right. I don't care anymore, you know, whether you believe it or not. So that's, you know, <laughs> that's how it is. Of course, you know, and it, it and here's here's the other thing, too. And uh, there's there's it's it, there's no judgment here, you know, and right. people who judge it, it. It is what it is. Those are the people you don't want to be around. So right. they also say, though, if if. If you don't get some hate, you're not making waves. So it, it goes both ways, you know. But well, sometimes it works that way. I mean, sometimes you strike a nerve with somebody because you are putting the truth out there that they hate you so much for doing that. You know what I'm saying? That they will go and and try to destroy you just because you are telling the truth. You know what I mean? Oh, that's for sure. It, it happens. Honest that's for to God, sure. You know, it does absolutely, happen. absolutely. And you know, if we could, if we could leave on one message, the one thing I want to say before we go. Is that, like I said, if you have some kind of experience or some kind of knowledge, this this is the forum to drop it, to let people know about it. You yeah. will find people who feel the same way you do. You'll be able to form a bond with those people, which mm-hmm. is what we have done, as in me, you, Omar, and Leonard. We've all formed a bond by doing what we love, but also receiving and giving and making information bounce off of each other to perfect what we're telling people. So if, if there's one, if there's one thing I can advise to you, put it out there and see what you get. You will get like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and with that, you know, I think we're going to close it here. Uh, Facebook. I'm sorry. YouTube. I'm sorry. You got to go, but we're going <laughs> to go to the subscription side and anybody who wants to subscribe, it'll be on the subscription tomorrow. And uh, we hope everybody stays safe with the tornado going up and down the, the East coast right now. Ooh. And, uh, that, that, that's it, man. Wait, this, is, this is the show. Disclosure is here. And his name is Clarence Mitchell. Oh. All right. <laughs> Thank you all very much. And we'll see you soon. Thank you, Rob. <laughs>